Welcome to Idle Chatter. Survivor podcast for Survivor fans. By Survivor fans. I'm Ashley. And I'm Laura. Come on in, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, Laura. Hello. Hey, Jeff. Um, If you are a new listener or you've just uh, skipped some episodes, totally fine. We're not judging. Um, we have a special guest. It's our first um, repeat guest, which is an exciting milestone. Um, we'd like to welcome back to the show uh, our good friend and Survivor fan, Jeff Warburger. Hi, thanks for having me again. It's uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun the first time, uh, and I'm just I'm happy to be back. Yeah, we had a lot of good feedback about your episode, Jeff. People thought you had really good insight. And it was our first guest episode. And I feel like it was good because I actually I don't know about you. I don't think we've actually talked about this. But I feel like before you came on the show, like, we agree, like, Ashley and I would like agree with each other a lot. And not that we were like, arguing but I just feel like you brought in like a fresh perspective and I feel like ever since you were on the show not like we've been going at it but we've been like exploring different perspectives do you think that's right Ashley I would say that's true yeah I feel like I think maybe we definitely were more maybe in agreement about some things and just talking about them and I think maybe we're you know more up for a debate now yeah I think Jeff made us see the light yeah um (laughs) So, yeah, and, like, this is going to be, like, just to get into hot takes, like, this is, oh, it's going to be, I I don't know, my prediction is that this is going to be a really quick recap, because uh, half of the episode was just people hugging each other. And crying. So much much crying. So many tears, but, I mean, I don't know, I've been wrong before, and I feel like there's going to be a lot to get into in the back half of the episode, but uh, right off the bat, what would you guys think? Jeff? Take it away. What did you think? Um, well, are, are we, I guess if we're just starting for the first half of the episode, which is literally, I think I looked at the clock and it was like 24 minutes. <laughs> um, it was, uh, I was, I was a little disappointed because the second half was definitely, uh, some good gameplay, but they didn't go too in depth with like, you know, we'll get there, but we they didn't go too in depth with it. Um, but yeah, so the beginning was, um, it was, I, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Um, I like teared up during like one part of it, um, but uh, it was it was a nice look from from our perspective of how uh, you know Survivor is a little bit kind of behind the scenes of stuff they don't exactly show us all the time. You know, it's like I'm sure every single person that goes on Survivor, all 20 contestants or ever in the season, every they get all their loved ones that come out right because they don't they're not gonna be like oh sorry. Your your wife got voted out the first episode, so we're not flying you out now. Like yeah. everyone goes. So this so because it was like such a big thing with Edge of Extinction, like everyone except one person's in the game still. Um, it was really cool to kind of see everyone that way, and it it was it, yeah. it was you know tingly feelings and mm-hmm. just being happy for everyone. So it was yeah. nice. I wish there was more gameplay as like a fan of the game, but I still I still did appreciate it. Oh, see, I'm cold hearted. Ashley, what did you think? Honestly, I was feeling kind of the same way. In the beginning when there were, you know, just even the first part, before Edge of Extinction even, I was like, wow, that took a really long time. And then when they added Edge to it, I was like, what the hell is this episode going to be? But I feel like there was a lot of action jammed into the second part of it. And I felt like it was 
action with more of a direction than last week. Because remember last week, you know, it was kind of just like so much happened, but you still didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like there was more of a plan this week. Like going into tribal, we kind of had more of an idea and this was, I mean, nothing will ever compare to the Fleur de Lee on the podium at Um, tribal, obviously, but I feel like there was a lot of action at tribal. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. Like this was just, it was an, it was a mixed bag. I, I'm definitely like, I'm, I'm super cold hearted. So I honestly, I don't care for the loved one episodes. I've never have. I, I don't know. I don't know why, but, um, I, I like, I see the merit and I, I, I also get that like with this being, um, a group of all winners, this was like survivor's way of saying thank you. And I thought that I, I get the sentiment, but Let's get into it, shall we? Let's let's deep dive on on these hugs and these reunions. Yeah. So um, my notes say it, it opens on the challenge, which uh, I will later eat my words by calling it a challenge. <laughs> but it looks like you know the people that are still in the game, they go to a beach where it looks like a challenge is going to take place. Um, Seems but... like a waste of money to set up that chat that fake challenge. I know, right? Maybe it was um, a recycled set. Well, they didn't have to uh, pay for any of the loved ones' flights there because Fiji Airlines did. So yeah. thank you to Fiji. <laughs> this episode of Idle Chatter <laughs> Podcast is brought to you by uh, Fiji Airlines. Um, so basically, Kid's husband and her three kids come out. They're cute. The little boy is, like, rubbing his eye, which That's I'm cute. like, I wanted to say he's, like, about to cry from seeing his mommy, but I think the sun was in his eyes because I think Sarah's son did it, too. Yeah. So I, I, I think that needed a nap. Yeah. So I think that's what that was about. And then, okay. So this was sweet. Um, Ben's wife, um, and his two children come. And Ben, we don't always see him getting too emotional. Um, so his wife Kelly comes out, and Jeff mentions that you know last time on the loved one visit during Ben's season, that Ben said that like Kelly saved his life, and you know Ben just goes on and on about his family, and I, I think that's sweet. Um. Wait, okay, so then so Sophie's fiance comes out next, and my mom texted me this. He looks like peed. Mm. Um, yes, so if you if you are listening to this podcast and you did not go to South Hunterdon, but also like some people that I know, well, God, he's not gonna hear it. He's not gonna listen. If he listens, whatever. Um, Peed is was our high school English all three of our high school English teacher um a, te- a, a beloved icon is how yeah. I would describe him and yeah I mean like I saw that I, saw, I see the resemblance and the fact that they both have like brown hair and goatees but like I I don't know I just thought it was funny that my mom said that uh, that is hilarious and we may have graduated high school like really really long t- god how long ago now for me it's like four- 12 and 14 yeah. Wow. Yeah, but you know what? The memory of Pete lives on. Sure. Well, it's funny because like the teachers from our high school, because like the school was shut down because of uh, Corona, they made a video for their students and stuff, and like a bunch of people shared it on Facebook. And I I don't know about you, Jeff. Did you I see that it. video? I did not see it. No. Oh, okay, I watched it, and I feel like well, our group chat was talking about it. I feel like it's our worth watching. Was, yeah, I, th- I think the takeaway was just like, oh, Pete, love him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sophie's fiance, she she does. She said, "You smell so good," <laughs> which I really imagine that anything that's not like body odor and 
start would smell really good at that point. Yeah, because they haven't had any like reward, like getaway rewards, where like half of them get the shower yet. Yeah. Um. Wait, did you notice? Okay, I'm sorry. That is when Sarah. Sarah's next, and I'm pretty sure Jeff said Sarah's partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I, I don't have an answer for this, but Matt said the same thing. And he was like, oh, it's a partner, like her work police partner. And I was no. like, no, you idiot. Like, because I remembered him from when she won. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I tried, I did try to look it up and I don't have an answer because like the internet calls him her husband in various places. So I don't know. Maybe they're not married. Um, yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of different scenarios it could be. It's not, it's not a big deal, though. I know it's not a big deal. I thought, for some reason, I think I thought they were married, and I thought it was an interesting choice to say partner. I didn't think it was work partner, but I think, like, I think that I, I follow a few people on Instagram that call their, you know, husband or their boyfriend their partner instead, and I feel like it's kind of just, like, you know. Yeah. No yeah it's possible. I, I don't know. I, I, thought it was inter- I thought it was interesting, but I guess... Maybe. She might like oh. referring it that way, too, because she is a cop. Yeah, and I think the only reason it's, like, kind of confusing is because if you are a new person watching this, which they do exist, Courtney Neckel, um, like, yeah, you might be like, oh, like her her cop partner? I don't know. Yeah, but um, her, yeah the, I guess it's just her son's father and her partner in life. Yeah. And then who's next? We have... Um, we have Denise and her tall ass family. I know. Yeah. She's so short and it's so adorable. It is really cute. Her daughter is so tall. Yeah. Or is Denise just that short? Yeah. Well, I think a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, then Nick's fiance comes out and my my mom was like, she's pretty. And I was like, yeah, mom, I know. <laughs> like, what a traitor. I love Nick, mom. Um, Did did you show your mom your cameo? Um, I told her about it. I didn't. I didn't show her yet. Well, should we get into that now? If you want to. I was just minding my business last night, and I get a text message that my cameo from Nick Wilson is ready, and I'm like, "What the hell?" So, for those of you that don't know, I've only learned about cameo like maybe a month or something ago. <laughs> I don't know, Ashley. I don't know if you noticed, but. In our podcast episode with Brian, I cut out a huge chunk about you explaining Cameo. Oh. <laughs> because I was like, everyone already knows what it is. Maybe oh. not everybody, but. Oh, yeah. When we were talking about how Michelle was, I remember, I mean, I remember yeah. us talking about, I, I think I saw like on social media, Michelle posting like, oh, like I'm on Cameo. Okay. Not everyone knows what Cameo is. <laughs> I, I'm known for a little bit. Jeff, are you that familiar with Cameo? Um, by its name, no, but after seeing what it was, yes, I was familiar with it. Yeah. Anyway, for those, I guess me, I'm living under a rock and I don't know what Cameo is, but I guess you can gift someone or gift yourself. You pay and you get a celebrity, because Nick, Nick is a celebrity, mm-hmm. uh, to record a, like a personalized video message for you. So anyway, um... I get a text that my cameo from Nick is ready. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because truthfully, after I saw Michelle post on social media that um, she was like on cameo, I was like, oh, I want to check out cameo. And I was like, honestly, knocking back a few drinks that night. I think I had like a Zoom happy hour or something with some friends during quarantine. 
and I feel like I was like a little drunky and I was on cameo and I was like holy shit did I get drunk and buy myself a cameo from Nick that's like well, the because... most humiliating thing that I've ever <laughs> done please make it out to myself no because at the time that we were talking about it Nick wasn't on cameo and you said to me if Nick ever gets back on you know what I want and he posted on Twitter like Wednesday or Thursday of last week that he was going to get back on Cameo because he has so much free time. Uh, and I was like, done. Oh, my God. So anyway, it was the greatest gift I ever could have received. Um, I shared it on my Instagram. Like, maybe we can just add it to the podcast Instagram so our devoted listeners can, you know, yeah, a lovely message to me. It was so cute because in the message, he's like, your friend, Lara. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because that's how my college friends pronounce my name as kind of a joke, but also seriously. Yeah. But anyway, so that was such a nice gift. You know, it was like a little ray of sunshine, you know, to brighten up my week. So I really appreciate it. And honestly, even though he probably doesn't care, Nick does know that I exist. And he knows we have a no. podcast. He does know. I think so, maybe he'll listen. Like maybe if he gets really bored, he'll listen. I, I'm listen, hoping- when I um when I get on Survivor, um, you know, there's always so many different meetups with old old contestants and stuff. You know, I'll, I'll make sure you get to meet him. Thank you. I appreciate that. So benevolent of you. It's funny. During the cameo, he was like, I, what did he say? He said something about um, going on Survivor and <laughs> keep trying, don't give up. And I'm like, oh, honey, I'm like, that's <laughs> not happening for me. I, I'm happy with my seat on the couch, but. You could only put in, in like your description for like, oh, what you want them to talk about. There's only, I want to say like 250 characters. So I put like, oh, we have a podcast. You're her favorite player. And then you had to select, like, why are you getting this message? And it was, like, birthday, this, that. And there wasn't one – there wasn't, like, a just because option. So the one I chose was pep talk. So I was, like, oh, you know, like, she's working from home, like, a lot of us. And it's just, like, socially distancing and it sucks, blah, blah, blah. But I really wanted to put in something about astrology and be, like, Nick, like, tell us about your sign. But I didn't have room, but – yeah, Next he's, time, a, maybe. he's a Gemini, and I don't, I don't oh. know, I don't know much about them, but so yeah, Nick's fiance comes out. Yeah, she's Cute. very beautiful. Um, oh, so then the next is Tony and his wife and kids, and Tony's really emotional. I thought that was really sweet. Oh, so emotional, so high pitched. It was pretty cute. And well, it's funny because Tony. Um, he mentioned this, right, that he, his daughter was just like a little baby during um, his last time on when he got a loved one visit, I guess the time he won. Because I was thinking, I don't think of Tony as being like a husband and a father because, you know, he did win, but I don't remember seeing his wife. And that, mm-hmm. that's why, because she like had a tiny baby at home. I guess I kind of forgot that. Tony's a family man. It was really cute. And then we got Michelle Fitzgerald and her sister... That was cute. Oh, something interesting is, um, well, Tyson didn't have, um, well, which we'll get to, but Tyson mentions he didn't have a loved one visit before. Like, so the other seasons he played, he either never made it that far or the season that he did win was Blood versus Water. So That's what I was going to ask, yeah. There. But I was actually thinking about it just yesterday when I saw, like, on Instagram, all the players, you know, posting, you know, little screen grabs of it and letting us know that there was a loved one visit this week. Um, it's funny because my mom was like, that's so weird. Why are they having a challenge right now? What's going to happen? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I knew. I knew it was going to happen. 
Um, but I actually looked it up. So there were only a few seasons where there were no, there was no loved one visit at all, and Michelle's was one of them. So Michelle's never oh. had. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Yeah. So out of all of these winners, um, Michelle is the only one that didn't have a loved one visit, or also then that would be Natalie too, because Natalie was on a Blood versus Water and Tyson oh. on a Blood versus Water. That's a great so, little bit. Yeah, just a fun fact. Um, so yeah, Tyson's reunion was next, and that was pretty. That was cute. Oh my god, his was by far the funniest. I loved when he was like, "This is my work uniform." Uh, so that cute. was so cute. His daughter so cute. His other daughter's really cute too. I don't know. I, I think she's kind of little, so maybe that's why she wasn't there. Yeah. So I follow him on Instagram. He's always posting them. They're really. Cute. And then um, I knew they were gonna save Jeremy for last. Oh yeah. Val, uh, Jeremy's wife, and his four children come out. Um, Val competed on Jeremy with his, competed with Jeremy on his first season, which was uh, Blood versus Water, and then on his second season where he won, she was actually pregnant with um, their first son at the time. I will say during that season, you remember Jeremy didn't tell anyone that Val was pregnant. Yeah, I do I remember like that's, that. a, that's a pretty stand-up thing to do to not try to like get that sympathy vote, you know. Oh my god, that little baby. Oh oh my god, the littlest one. Yeah, because then so that baby was born and then he has since had another son and they, the little boy was so cute. Oh, that little baby was so cute. Um I threw some shade on Twitter at the the Patriot jerseys because oh. birds birds fans over here, but I'll I'll let it slide because it was a really beautiful family. <laughs> my my mom threw some shade too. She was like, Patriot. <laughs> I mean, they are they are from Boston. Yeah, and I, I didn't um, cry until then. Wait, Jeff, did you say that you got emotional? Was it during this reunion or? Uh, it was during Edge. Um, okay, but that, what? Okay. Before we get there, one thing I do want to point out is most likely when you guys were all mentioning the kids and their the sun in their eyes, they're most likely the younger kids are are probably jet lagged. Oh, for sure. Like they have no idea what the fuck's going on. Like they miss their stuffed animals and shit, probably. Yeah, because, like, even in the afternoon, you know, if they're used to going to bed at, like, 8 o'clock at night, it's probably, you know, if they're from the East Coast, it's probably 8 o'clock at night on the East Coast, you know? Mm -hmm. probably sleepy. I mean, I I like a good nap myself. Who doesn't? Um, Um, Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, just so, then we get, we get, we get to the twist. What the the challenge? No challenge. The challenge that yeah, Jeff is like, okay, all the adults and teenagers are gonna swim out as far as you can into the ocean, and the kids are gonna dig in the sand. And then he's just like, J.K., you all get to go back to camp. I mean, that's nice. It is nice. I don't even know if I want to like bother debating whether or not there should have been a challenge. I guess it's just like. Okay, I don't know. It it is always like the most awkward part to me of the whole loved ones visit is when the one person wins and they have to decide who gets to go with them and everyone's just like groveling. It's so yeah. awkward. I hate that. And I think it would be worse too with the children. Oh, also. for sure. And I, I think that I think it's probably a better choice that they just let yeah. them all go. And they all bonus, they all got to eat a feast. <laughs> yeah, I seriously. Should, I should have known as soon as we saw the children that there wasn't going to be a challenge. Yeah, I didn't even think of it. Yeah, I mean, how can you take a little kid away from their mm-hmm. song? That would be cruel. I'm sure that was so hard, though. Yeah, so um, I, I respect the choice. It's fine. And so then 
you know, the loved one visit wraps up and, you know, we're ready for some action. We're ready for some strategy. We're ready for some gameplay, backstabbing. Yep. What, what, what do we get? We get more loved ones on edge of extinction. Well, it's funny. Right before that, I said to my mom, I was like, oh, I was like, imagine being Adam or being Wendell and having just gone to edge and not missing out on the loved one visit. That must really suck. And I guess the producers thought that too, because they send on um, in a boat of everyone's loved ones. Yeah, well, you have to yeah. think of it, uh, you know, so I don't know how, I can't remember from the last Edge of Extinction when the loved one one went through. Like I was saying before, like, you know, they bring out the, you know, loved ones of 20 contestants. And normally you're either out or you're in. So if you're out, you're probably, you know, at, uh, what is it called? Like Ponderosa? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just living it up on your vacation while everyone else is playing and you just go as the jury if you're on the jury. And your loved ones show up and you get to, like, hang out with them for, like, a day or two. Um, so, like, if they brought all these loved ones out and it's like, sorry, your family's on edge of extinction. Especially, you know, for, like, Rob and Amber, too. It's like, they're, they're one daughter yeah. that came out. It's like, sorry, you don't get to see your mom and dad because they're in the game, but not really. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I respect it. I mean, my, and also, too, I mean, really, I feel like Edge really is a desolate fucking place. Like, I feel they like they didn't get food. Yeah, they're all pretty starving and miserable. So I feel like their loved ones is, I guess, the least that they can do for them. Um, so Natalie, they're, well, they all see the boat and they're like thinking it's like ominous. They're, they're like, oh, this can't be good. And then Natalie noticed that it's their families because, and I noticed too, the first ones I noticed was uh, Natalie's twin, Nadia, and holding um, Natalie's little baby niece. Um, so yeah, so it's uh, Natalie's sister and her niece. Um, how many Robin Amber's daughters were there? I think only one of the four. Really? Because, like, I, I only noticed one in a couple quick clips, and then I, you know, like... She, when Amber was saying bye, like, I remember they were just, they walked yeah. the one daughter up and she was like, I love you, you know, like, oh, yeah, I think normally she'd say, I love you all, or I love you guys, if it was all of them. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, like, since these players are on edge, they really tried to make this brief, as brief as they could, but they, there was a lot going on. Um, Parvati's husband, John, who was on season 19, Samoa, Russell Hans's first season, um, and they're god how old is she she's like a she's a little baby yeah less than a year yeah um then adam's dad is there there's lots of tears talks about adam's mom that's what teared me up oh adam's your boy oh we we should talk about how your feelings on um adam's departure last week yeah. later if we get a chance yeah um yeah. then wendell has his dad always sweet um ethan has his wife and then I feel like they flashed to Yule and his wife, and I, I was like, wife and kid? S oh, and, I like, like, there was, this was, like, very, I feel like very back and forth. Like, I don't even remember seeing Yule's family. That's, like, how quick it was. And I feel like it was mostly because they were, like, spending a gratuitous amount of time on, like, Parvati and her husband making out. Yeah. It was gratuitous. But my fa I was, like, thinking about it, and then I was, like, writing everything down. I'm like, okay, well, this person had this person, and I was like, who is Danny's loved one? Like, did they Danny have your daughter? Oh, I missed it. I didn't. I. It must have been, like, a brief flash, right? Did they speak or anything? 
I don't I don't think we saw a lot of it, if any at all. Okay, yeah. Just making sure I'm not crazy. Yeah, they they probably didn't have, you know, like what, like nine cameramen, you know, ready to catch moments with everyone and at the same yeah. time, you know, if like you know, if if Nicole showed up, I'd like, you know, wouldn't want to be in front of the camera the whole time just like being like, I miss you, I miss you. You know, I would just want to be like no, just give me like a second alone. You know, just you, you wouldn't want Jeff Probst being like, what a hug. That is a good <laughs> hug. So then it, it brings us to the immunity challenge. My note is just like immunity challenge already. Damn. Like, like it's all happening so fast. I know. Uh, well, we had time to make up for. Yeah, very true. So the challenge is um, you're pulling on this rope that's balancing a wobbly table. And then you need to, you're holding the rope with, like your left hand or something, and you're grabbing letters um, from the from a table behind you with your right hand, and then so you have to kind of slowly maneuver, like walk towards the wobbly table while still like balancing it with your rope, and place a letter block, and it will spell immunity. So like you know you start from the Y and build upwards. Um, so it's a pretty classic challenge. Michelle has played it before that. Uh, Jeff said. Um, and then the winner gets two fire tokens and immunity. I hate this challenge. Like it's hard. It yeah, it looks difficult, but like I know it will annoy me to no end if I ever have to do it. Like it it's I, I can't express it's it's probably the one I hate the most. We don't and, like it. Uh, it, it, it it's it's so frustrating. It's like you, there's other ones where like you have to put stuff together and like balance stuff, but like this one is just like the the slow movement. I just know like it'll it'll get under my skin. Like I like I already have like annoyances with like small motor like repetitive small motor functions like with my hands. Like my hands get like super jittery. I have to like shake them out and it, like just annoys me. So like I cannot imagine doing this challenge of having to move slow, that rope you know going either direction like. I I couldn't like give give me a balance one which I already know I probably won't do well at you know like how are all the different weird balance ones they do, um, but this one I know I hope I never have to do it. Fingers crossed yeah. for you. I pretty much don't want to do any challenge. They all look hard and shitty. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just watch at home. But no, I mean the thing that's frustrating about it is you know as we'll see you can get pretty far into it and then just like one false move of your hand the wobbly table just letters spilling everywhere and you're you know, starting from scratch. Yeah, I mean, it was Tony versus Ben at the end. You know, they, they got their last letters down and just had to get back to the starting platform. And Ben was behind, and Jeff's like, can Ben catch up? And Ben tried to catch up, and nope, just all fell down. Yeah, yeah. so basically, I mean, from the beginning, it's pretty much, um, it was it was like Tony Tyson and Nick are in the lead, then, like, Kim joins it, then... Ben's in it, and then Jeremy makes up a lot of time, but then Jeremy's the first one, like, to lose everything. Then Kim, and then it's still kind of like a Tony, Tyson, Nick, Ben thing. Tyson and Nick are out. Um, and then, yeah, ultimately Tony versus Ben showdown, and Ben loses it all. Rip. Yeah, Nick was very upset at the end, too. If, if they, they showed a clip of him just, you know, he feel, he you could see that he felt... Like, he was on the bottom, and, like, you know, he's screwed if he can't win the immunity. And they, he was pissed that he, yeah, that he couldn't yeah. pull it out. I mean, cool. I guess we, I understand where he's coming from, because I feel like he's had some close calls. 
Yeah, no, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, before going into the next part, you know, it was, you know, from, from the last episode, it was clear that Nick feels yeah, like he's no. in trouble, and we see that. So it's actually yeah. interesting watching him react that way. And we go into the next part, where... Yeah. And just to quickly interject, what's, what's funny is that Ashley didn't mention this, but in the cameo, he was like, you know, like... I, I heard I'm your favorite player, so like I think you're really gonna like tomorrow night's episode. So like we were pretty sure Nick was gonna be safe because he basically told us that he. Yeah. Mm. I okay. I was thinking though maybe we were gonna like it because it all of like the you know emotions from the loved one visits and the crazy trip. Because I I hoped he meant he was safe, but I don't think he would play us like that. No, I don't know. I I. I like to believe that he meant he was safe, but yeah. you never know. But I mean, once we got back to the beach and like his name didn't come up once that we saw. So I, yeah. I felt pretty good going into tribal that Nick was okay. But yeah, man. But so- uh, going back to the challenge real quick. So yeah, like eventually, uh, but you know, it's, it's like neck and neck with Ben and Tony. And uh, I, I thought it was like a good, was Jeff points out like, okay, Jeff probes. I feel like I should clarify having another Jeff here. Jeff Ropes points out, like, at this point, Ben has a decision to make, and he can either speed up and try to catch Tony or just hope that Tony drops. But, yeah, Ben drops. And uh, I thought Tony's reaction was one of the most adorable wins we've seen in a while. Well, and it's his, it's his first ever individual. Yeah. And I was happy for Tony. It's so funny. Um, he's super stoked about it. He says, first time in three seasons, I get to wear the bulletproof vest. <laughs> and he also says, um, who would, like, he says something like, who would have thought that I would win a game of patience? Yeah. <laughs> and he was saying, slow and steady is not what I'm made out of. I'm made out of fast and sloppy. Oh my my mom said that that fast and sloppy should be our podcast slogan. Oh my, idle chatter for tonight's podcast. episode, but I was like, also in general, though. Yeah. Hey, I think it fits. Put it on uh, my uh, Honestly, Laura, I feel like you're you're not a sloppy person at all. Well, you, we're like you can be we're fast, fast talking. We're fast talking. You can be fast, and I'll be sloppy. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. Okay, so they get back to the beach, and that's when things get interesting. Yeah, Tony mentions, when you have the power, people come to you. <laughs> then, um, so obviously, the the water He, he well. kisses his necklace at one point. Oh I, oh, I missed that. I think maybe I was just taking notes. Too he, gave a, he gave it a little like, kiss. Aw, Tony. Yeah, well, Tony has the power, and people want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So um, we have Jeremy and Tony talking at the well, and Jeremy wants to split up Sarah and Sophie, and Tony is not down for it, and Jeremy says he's frustrated that he doesn't have a voice. Which, I mean, I feel like it's, I don't know, I feel like Sarah and Tony aren't really, like, wanting their alliance, but I, I, I don't know, I, I thought it was kind of clear they had one. Yeah, I think everybody probably assumes. But, yeah, so Jeremy mentions that, and Tony's not down. I, I kind of think the Sarah and Tony alliance, like, that looks shaky at best. I, yeah, I think we're going to see some stuff happening there, but... Well, then, leading into that, so then Sarah talks to Tony, and Sarah is saying that Kim is dangerous. Um, you know, she can win challenges. She has everyone in her back pocket. Tony doesn't really agree with that. Um, and then Tony brings up Tyson. 
Um, then Sarah says, talking to Tony right now is like talking to a rock. Yeah. Which, eh, understandable, Sarah. Tony finally does agree um, on the Kim vote, and Sarah advises him to go talk to the boys. So, pan to a sh- shot of the boys. <laughs> it's literally, like, right after that, it's Nick, Ben, Tony, and Jeremy, like, sitting on a log. And then Kim walks up, and I guess I thought that Kim approached Jeremy, but I guess based on the conversation that the three guys had after Jeremy walks away, Jeremy asked Kim to talk? Yeah, I couldn't really tell either. I I at first thought it was Kim walking over to him, but they were like, oh, he just asked her. Yeah. And so then the three guys that are sitting there, um, Tony, Nick, and Ben, I I think it's Tony that says it is like, oh, do you want to blindside Jeremy? Like, with Sarah and Sophie? And then all five of them are, are... all three of the guys are like, yeah, we'll, you know, grab Sarah and Sophie. Okay. <laughs> then there's a shot of a, a hive of bees looking all angry, doing like angry wasp things. Um, <laughs> a little foreshadow. Yeah. Um, so then Jeremy and Kim are talking and they're saying that they need to stick together and they need to do that with Tyson. They call him over. And I, I just wrote, an alliance is born over not having friends. <laughs> you don't have any friends. You don't have any friends. You know that, right? Yeah. It's, like it, the it's funny, of- though, that she when she said that to Jeremy, Jeremy was like, uh, like, he paused her. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't want to, he, it looked like he wanted to disagree with her and be like, what are you talking about? Like, I have friends here. But then he was just like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'm with you. <laughs> I didn't know. You know what, though? He did say earlier he was alone. He referred to himself as being alone. So... I think he knows he doesn't, he has some friends, but I don't think he has, like, a ride or die. Because I feel like Natalie is, and she's on edge. Yeah, that's a good point. Oops, sorry. Yeah, he, he felt a little close with Wendell, too. Oh, yeah, right. true. That was a possibility. Then Kim reveals her idol to them, right? Yeah, so. Which, I, I don't know. I just hate revealing idols as a principle. I don't really know why that was necessary. Well, I think maybe because of the numbers where yeah because like jeremy tyson and kim and they're like oh let's grab i mean well because kim is close it's it's kind of like it's like these are very broad groups and let me know if i'm getting this wrong but it's like sarah sophie nick and michelle on one hand and then you have kim denise tyson jeremy ben question mark and then tony's kind of in the middle because he's the connection to sarah but he's also has this connection to some of the like older players like would you say that that's inadequate grouping For the that's vote. not how it actually went though no i know but like that's oh. kind of right right and that's what kind of surprised me yeah. of, of of this section of the episode going into the vote this week was that it's first off they've the, the whole season the editing has been in a way where we don't know exactly where everyone stands going in but this time going in it seemed like okay it's a clear five versus five right now, and it's and if you if you if you just like cut to that that part of the episode from last week, like any point of last week or another episode, you'd be like, wait, what? How did they get to that five v five? Like, so of course there's more like going on in the background we didn't see, but like it seemed like everyone was on board with like, yep, it's this five versus this five today. Let's see how it goes. Well, right. So so backing up, because I I can't wait to get to tribal. Um, but so. Kim reveals her idol, and 
And then, um, like, we get into more strategy. At one point, Ben tells Sarah that he doesn't love um, the vote change, right? No, Sarah. Well, Ben, um, Ben tells Sarah that the vote is for Jeremy. Sarah mm-hmm. isn't happy because she yeah. should be Kim. So yeah, and uh, like, like, and Sarah was like, Kim's gonna, Kim's gonna steal this game. She's good. She has in the bag. And I'm like, man, you what are like, like. I honestly didn't think that until Sarah said anything. Yeah, I mean, maybe, like, but there is something to be said for a player that's not, like, making sure. crazy. But, I mean, Kim, you know, was pretty much the only, like, female contender in today's challenge. And right. she had immunity she does, last week. Yeah, record-breaking had, immunity. And she had, yo, yeah, she, she does have record-breaking immunity. And also, I mean, she does seem like a likable person that, you know, she doesn't, it doesn't seem like she has any enemies, you know? Like, right. she... She may not be, like, one of, like, the big guns, but she also doesn't really piss anyone off. So that can be dangerous in itself. Um, what was I say? Oh, so then Tony and then Sarah talk after, and Sarah's, like, you know, saying, why is it Jeremy? And Tony says, shots were fired at my partner. <laughs> and tells Sarah that Jeremy was gunning for her so then sarah's on board she was like oh, okay works for me mm-hmm. um so yeah this is just basically i don't know i, I don't want to say so much they're scrambling like it definitely seemed less frantic than last week but oh, of just lots of information being exchanged because mm-hmm. then jeremy mentions his advantage to tyson but tyson brings up that jeremy needs to stay because jeremy has the um what's it called he has the safety without power advantage. Safety without power. Okay. So Jeremy can remove himself from tribal, but in doing that, he also doesn't get to vote. Mm-hmm. So Tyson brings up the point that if it is five versus five, then um, Jeremy needs to stay with them because they need his vote. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jeremy, you know, he's a firefighter. He He's not going to abandon them. Or is he? So, so he says. Um and then Sophie wants Sarah to play her advantage, which is a steal of vote. So that would leave them at 6-4. So, so many advantages. So many advantages going in. We have an idol. We have safety without power. We have a steal of vote. All going into tribal. So I forgot about a couple of these. Like, I was yeah. reminded of them when they brought them up. Like, I totally forgot that, that uh, Kim had a idol. But is there are there any others out there right now that I'm forgetting about as well that might come up next week? Denise has an idol. Denise played her idol uh, idol for Jeremy, right? She doesn't have another one. Oh shit! Yeah, she did play it for Jeremy. So- Sophie and Sarah have one though, don't they? They didn't mm. play. Yeah. 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 Right, because they found that. Yeah, I think Sophie has it, right? Sophie, yeah. Yeah, they didn't even bring that up this episode. They were not feeling in danger. Because they, they, they were just like, yeah, let's let's do the steal a vote instead. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely a better, it's a better idea if it's like a split 5-5 five, five or, um, you know, if, if Jeremy brings himself out of 5-4. A steal a vote is is such a better play than an immunity because you never know, like, who might actually flip from your side in this way. You know you, know you have that extra vote with the two of them. You know, if, if you're looking at Sarah and Sophie as like a... Uh, a couple alliance in a way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, 
I would agree. I think and at this point, Sophie and Sarah, I don't think, does anyone know they have that idol or is it just between them? I think it's just them. Yeah. And I, I think, I mean, there was, there were some times where they were feeling like even a little threatened and stuff and they decided not to play it. So I feel like they're kind of maybe they're good chilling. at the situation and knowing yeah. when's the right time. Um, but so we, let's get into tribal. So a lot of whispering right off the bat, dude, I'm so, I'm so sick of tribal whispering. Like I want to start a formal petition to ban tribal whispering. I think they need to mic them up and they need to actually, uh, show us some, you know, of course these tribes, yeah, you know, mic them up. some of these tribals last like an hour, like depending on how much they talk before the voting, but yeah, they should really be getting some some cool tidbits for us to actually hear what's going on, you know, what's changing between the whispers back and forth. Because this might have been like a straightforward whispering this time, because it was kind of quick uh, for well, what we saw. But there's some other whispering uh, in other episodes and other seasons that will last like where, you know, they're whispering for like 20 minutes nonstop and like just constantly different small groups. And it's like, oh, my God, what is going on? We don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of over it, too. I think maybe, though, it's just kind of to get us all hyped up, thinking that, like, maybe the vote's going to change or something is why yeah. they show so much of it. But, but if know. you go back, like, four years, whispering didn't exist. Like, oh, it's exactly. it's a new school thing. It sure is. Um, so it's Kim starts off the whispering. She's whispering to Michelle, and Sarah starts whispering to the people around her. Um, and then, like, Tony says that he's glad he has the necklace. Um, and then at one point, Kim whispers to Tony, which, yeah. yeah. That confused me because I thought that they were voting oppositely. So that okay. kind of, that one kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah. Jeff doesn't ask a ton of questions at this tribal. No, mm-hmm. at least that we see. They didn't have time to show us because there no. was too much whispering to focus on, obviously. Yeah, there's not a ton of conversation, not a ton of questions, um, and then pretty quickly into it, we get into this whole thing with Jeremy and Sarah both being like, Jeff, at the same time. And then they're like, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. And neither of them wants to say it first. And I guess, like, was, do you think that the reason they didn't want to go first was because they wanted to see what the other person was going to do before they played themselves, like, played their advantage? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that either one wanted to know what the others was in order to make a decision on whether or not they should waste theirs. And I mean, I can't believe Sarah ultimately uh, won that fake out. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think there's a reason she won it because uh, if you look at who she actually, you know, if I'm jumping the gun for a split second, you know, okay. she, she, she did steal the vote from Denise. She did wind right. up playing it, but now you got to think like what, what can be played as an advantage before the vote happens? There's not many advantages out there. And this, the, the safe, the, the, the advantage that Jeremy uses, I think we've maybe only seen it once or twice in Survivor history. Like, I, I'm, I believe I, I wasn't surprised when I saw it this season, so I know I've seen it before. Right. So, so, one, Sarah might be aware of there's that kind of uh, advantage out there that could be active. But she's sitting there thinking, you know, like, you know, if they're trying to figure out what, e- what each other have, you know. Uh, they might think that they each have the same advantage of themselves. But I think the main part that Sarah won out on is because she wanted to steal Jeremy's vote. They they were going to vote Jeremy before he did walk out, which he does use it first. But she wanted to steal his vote. 
I so she what... waits to see what he does first because I... she's actively playing it on him. Oh my god, I wonder what would have happened if she played her first and said and stole Jeremy's vote and then and then he left. She probably would have lost it lost it. Yeah, she wouldn't have had yeah. the vote. It would have been great. Wow. Um it, no, the whole tribal might have uh turned out differently. Uh they might not have uh well they they would just probably would have voted differently before I get into it. Yeah. Um Yeah, would have just like flushed the advantage. Huh. I didn't really think of that. Um, sorry, I'm like desperately trying to find who voted for who because I'm just really confused. I mean, I know we're not technically there yet um, in our discussion. No, but... it's okay. I mean, um, we, I think we can wrap it up like pretty fast. Like Jeremy leaves, Sarah plays her her advantage, um, and then Sophie goes, "All right, guys, let's make a plan," and she is like, "You four over here." And then that's when it becomes, like, very clear, like, who is on what side. Um, and Sarah steals Denise's vote. Um, so basically now at this point, Sarah and her crew have five votes and Kim and her crew have four. Is that right? Well, she steals, so it's six she and steals. three. She steals, right, so it's six and three. Um and then they and then they vote and then Kim plays her idol and she plays it for Denise, which shocked me. But I guess I, she didn't she didn't know. Well, I thought that because well, you know what though, I guess just because we don't hear them mention Denise's name on the beach doesn't mean that it wasn't mentioned because clearly right. Denise did get votes because my my mom was like, Why would she do that? And I was like, I don't know. I was like you know, well, the, so I think I think there's a couple things that come into play. One, we don't know ourselves because they might have come up and said Denise, like right when they huddled up the five of them. You know, they might have said, "Okay, we're gonna, you know, like, right. um, we're gonna we're gonna vote we're gonna vote some for Denise tonight." Um, and but you also got to realize that Kim, you know, she. They showed her earlier after she lets uh, Jeremy and Tyson know that she has an idol to play. She tells Denise, you know, but I might not play it for myself. You know, I'm probably playing it tonight, but it might not even be for me. And I think that shows that Kim and Denise are a little bit closer than we might have realized. Um, So so I think it's not surprising. You know, they might have like you said, they might have heard her name. Like just for a second in that in that group chatter, they might have heard Denise, um, or you know, there's the fact that they took Denise's vote. You know, that could have been a, a ploy yeah. from Sarah to try to like put put you know a false a false sense because um, she didn't get voted out, but she got yeah. votes. That's what I said to my mom too. I was like, oh, I was like, a lot of times when they do steal your vote, that's the thing. It it can mean that they're gunning for you, but it can also be like a red herring. Like we're not going to give you any votes. Like I. There's really no way of knowing. I'm just surprised that Kim... I wonder why Kim felt so secure, considering she definitely was... She took her time, though. But she was really on the... Ch- I mean, her her name got brought up a lot of, on the beach. I don't know if she knows that, but I, I don't know. I, I If I was her, I wouldn't feel safe. Like, how did, the, how did she know that... And she even said after... Well, I mean, I guess let's just get to it. So they show two votes for Denise... Then two for Sophie, and then 
I wrote down Tyson three times, but what, was it actually three votes? They should. It must have been. It must have been four because it was it, four. it was it was six votes and three votes if you're looking at the groups. So it it had to have been the three of them voted for Sophie, and two went to Denise and two went to Tyson, and that's why also at the end. When when Tyson's like walking out, Kim's like, "Damn, I almost had it." Because if she put it on Tyson, Sophie would have been gone. It would have been it would have been like four three two, and the four would have been negated. So yeah. she just missed. Well, but so I'm just wondering. So I'm just wondering why she was like, "I either need to play my idol for Denise, or I need to play it for Tyson." I'm wondering. Sophie does know about Kim's idol, so maybe. Sophie told everyone that Kim had one, so maybe they shouldn't vote for Kim because she could play it. Maybe that's why they didn't vote. Yeah, for I think she was just like thinking of her numbers down the road and how she has to keep her allies. Okay, so I just like found something on Reddit that has the like the supposed breakdown of who voted for who. I don't know if it's legit, but it seems it seems like it makes sense. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, this is um. I say stick to the plan from Reddit shared this uh, and it looks like they saw it somewhere. So, okay. The people who voted for Tyson, it was Sarah, Sarah's stolen vote, Tony, Sophie and Ben. And then Michelle and Nick voted for Denise and then Kim and Tyson voted for Sophie. Wait, Kim and Tyson voted for Sophie. Kim and Tyson, Sophie. Michelle didn't even stay with the five of them. You just said Michelle and Nick voted for Denise? Yeah, that's what that, I mean, that's what this says. Who, who. So I I missed the exact totals. That, I might have been wrong with saying three went to Sophie. So that means Michelle. Yeah, five, two, and two. Yeah. Because, I mean, wasn't Michelle not included in their powwow? Wasn't it a yeah, that's, five and a five that's and four? Why I wanted to know because first off, Michelle and Nick are kind of aligned, so I was surprised that Michelle would be in with that other crew. Wait, without hold on. Nick. Real time pause. Ashley, did you get me a Wendell cameo? I did. Wow, that was Wendell. <laughs> it just got here. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, that is amazing. Oh I went. Wendell it must be really bored in quarantine because I bought that yesterday. Oh my god, thank you. How oh did Wendell know we were recording right now? Yeah, yeah, he just knew. Yeah, okay, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. You're the best. Okay. You got me sick. Okay. Um, all right. I need to, sorry, I need to regroup. I need to regroup. Okay. Okay. Anyway, back to tribal, back to the votes. What happened? I'm I'm totally like flabbergasted right now. <laughs> yeah, well well here's the thing. So so being unsure of of what actually where the votes went if it was either a three sophie two denise four tyson or if it was a two two five or or whatever like it's not a big deal i think it's uh you know there's some speculation where it's like okay if michelle actually did vote with nick which makes sense you know going into this episode you'd assume that they would um and and that you know if if they know if they knew they at least had a vote on denise and you know, just in case that something went to Tyson. Um, I, I feel like it's probably the most planning they could do in that little huddle that quickly, especially if Michelle wasn't actually in the huddle. They might have been like, Nick, tell Michelle to vote somewhere. Uh, because, you know, we didn't know if it was actually Michelle with that other group or not. You know, it was just kind of 
because we only saw Kim, Jeremy, and Tyson being like, okay, we've got Michelle and Denise. And then we still, we see Kim and Denise talk, but we don't actually ever see them talk to Michelle. Like, I, I actually remember that. We actually didn't see Michelle, like, at all before the tribal. Yeah, there was not a lot of Michelle in this episode. So it turns out, like, she's, if if the, the Reddit user who posted who voted for who... It, that kind of makes sense for me. It's, it kind of actually makes me glad that Michelle like isn't like in a panic mode and just jumping on with anyone she can. Seems like she still did vote with Nick. Gives her a shot, you know, moving forward after this vote. It's not like she's just, uh, you know, with the minority. If they do keep these lines a little bit, where it's like uh, Kim, Jeremy, and Denise. You know, Michelle's probably not with them. She's probably with Nick. And if the other side's accepting Nick right now, mm-hmm. might be a it might be like a six versus three next week. I need to say, I'm pretty sure I say this every week, but it really does bother me that they don't show the votes because I feel like how are you supposed to know going into next week who actually is aligned with who? Like, you can speculate, but if you don't have the power of the internet, you don't know for sure who voted for who. I guarantee guarantee they did probably one of those, um, uh, you know, like they surveyed like 200 Survivor fans and they're like, do you actually care about who voted for who at the end? I and most people probably said like, no, or, you know, I, like, I don't care at all, or it doesn't matter either way. And they probably cut that to make more room for like commercials and just more, you know, more actual footage. Yeah. Um, but for like, fan, you know, fans like us that are analyzing it afterwards, it does matter. It's like, bring it, it back. Does. We need to see. It matters a lot, but whatever. It's fine. Okay. I can later but damn so tyson goes home and i guess he doesn't have any fire tokens right he spent them all on peanut butter he just um, got back in the game a couple yeah. weeks ago it's I not know. like when you get back in the game you get a new one it's like you spend you use them you lose them um that's so the he, thing yeah I, so he uh, just flips off yeah <laughs> and let's let's be honest boxes. he he got so if we look at the the other season of Edge of Extinction, where I can't, sorry, I'm, I'm terrible at names. So the player who did come back at the merge, he lasted all the way till the final four. And uh, now the person that came back, Tyson, at the merge in this season is now out already. So there's a chance that Tyson could come back again. And let's yeah. be honest, he uh, he just got an extra, like, of course, we're probably like four episodes away from that you know like four voting outs or five voting outs until that person is able to come back because i think they are able to come back at like numbers like five or six so we're a few votes away but at the same time like he just got that extra like feast like he still got his loved ones vote like they're on day 20 i think it was 25 was the tribal so like he might be coming back at like day 30 or day 29 like however they have them spaced out with the tribals so like he might only have to go a few more days and he might be like that fit that ready to go and actually (laughs) and he might get another fire token on the island and or get gifted fire token when someone else gets voted out and buy more peanut butter and literally he like he, he is a beast of challenges, so he might actually come back in the game again. If you look at who's on yeah. uh, on the island, like, yeah, Rob kind of gave him a little bit of a run for the money, um, but I don't know if Rob will be in that good a shape uh, for it. And I don't know if, you know, Natalie is also like kind of a favorite. I don't know if Natalie will be in shape, too, because she's been there from, what, day two or three? I mean, also, historically, you have the better chance of winning if you're the last person to come back from Edge. Shout out Chris Underwood. Come on the show. 
We also don't know what happened to Tyson's peanut butter. Like, did he I'm dying to know. Like, I'm hoping next week we get a scene of Tyson just digging in the sand for his peanut butter. That he <laughs> he and just, I like, guarantee go- you, if there's any left, like, there's probably not that much. Like, he wanted to get back in the game at the merge there. Like, there's yeah. y- you don't you don't risk that. Be like, in case I come back. I don't. I just feel like. How much peanut butter can you eat in a day? I feel oh like my god, it sounds like torture. It would make me sick in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that. This is actually one of my biggest fears of going on Survivor. It's not the like lack of sleep if there's a lot of rain and being it's wet probably- and being like uh, sunburnt and stuff like that. It's I have a very sensitive stomach, <laughs> and like although I'll probably be fine because I'll just be eating like rice and beans for like thirty days, but I I. I the feasts, like it's gonna make me sick every time. Like I, like literally, I'll be, uh, I'll be like Sarah last week. I don't know if you guys all saw. You know, remember how last week you, you probably talked about it last week's episode in depth about how she, start, you know, gave it up for, uh, who was it, to Nick, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I saw a Twitter post the next day or two that basically she said. Um, she's allergic to most, like a certain ingredient that's in like all Chinese food, so that like motivated her to give it up. Oh. Oh, apparently, so she's she claimed that when when they revealed it, she was she wasn't that excited because she knew she couldn't really eat it. So, like that's how I would be. Like there might be like if I get on, there might be episodes where I'm like Jeff, uh, I'm gonna pass on this. Like if it's, you know if my close friend, you know, close allies in a different uh a different group after pre-merge uh tri- uh reward challenges because I can't I can't eat certain things. I just no. can't do it. Like, they, they offer me, like, fried chicken or something. Like, no, sorry, I can't do it. Man, I love fried chicken. But I feel like if you haven't eaten, like, if you've been eating so little and you eat something heavy like that, you, you're for sure well, going to barf. I mean, okay. they do barf here's, sometimes. Here's the thing, though. And, like, Jeff, allow me to change your mind, hypothetically, because mm-hmm. the thing is, it's like, going to the reward isn't just about eating a food. It's about having time to have like strategic conversations with the other people that are there. So like, why not just go? And you probably, there's probably like, there's always a salad. You know what I mean? It's never just like, I mean, sometimes it is one thing. Like when they're like, we have Chinese, like you could have eaten a, eaten a couple fortune cookies and been fine. Well, plain, yeah, that's, plain wafer that's true. Yeah. Like, like I completely agree with that. Like Don't me, I'm a very that. logical, strategical person though. So like I would weigh all the options. Like, all right, what is there that I could eat? Who is going? Uh, who is not going? Who I could I like give it giving, to? You're giving like, your mind a lot of credit when you're going to have, when you're going to be like starving and like out of your mind. But I know what you mean. I also know how my, like, I know last time I was on here, I did at the end, uh, I don't know if it made in the final cut, but I did talk about like how I was like dieting in a certain way where I was like yeah. in taking less calories and they're in the, you know I'm still doing it and there's been a couple days where like I at the end of the day I'm like holy shit like I barely ate anything like and I and, and over you know the past like 15 years of my life I know that there's like certain times where like I can go with eating like literally a meal in a day you know if I go just eating rice like a little bit of rice like for like seven days in a row of course I'm gonna be like exhausted all the time in the hot sun and and not you know getting in many calories and I'll be weaker but at the same time like I know I can do it like I I know my body can actually handle like not getting all that in so like yes I'll be like holy shit that food's right there I just want to eat it but I also know that I can I I should be able to weigh other options before making the final decision well Jeff in my in my cameo Nick told me that if I want to get on the Survivor, 
you know, don't give up, keep trying. So I'm going to give that advice to you because it sounds like you're pretty sold on this dream. You're prepping your body, you're prepping your mind. But once you... I mean, I know we went into the into the what preparation I would do if I did get on. And, like, I would go hardcore preparing if I got on. Um, so and I'm actually going to apply. Nicole's, I, I, she's coming over this weekend. First time seeing her in five weeks. Woo! And while she's here, I'm 100% going to gonna record my first audition tape. Oh, wow. I mean, if you um, survive quarantine, you send it to you us. survive on the island. Of course I'll send it to you. I, I want to make one, too, but it's just, you know... God, so many shows to watch. Um, okay, any final thoughts on this episode before we get into some other stuff? And I also obviously just want to catch up with you about um, your thoughts on some of the episodes in between. But any final thoughts? I, I mean, I don't know. Well, final thoughts concerning this episode yeah. um, with kind of how things have... I know what you guys do like to talk about. Um, you know, who's your current favorite and everything. And, and yeah. I, I did have a couple favorites last time I talked. I know I, I said uh, Sophie and Adam. You know, I don't dislike Nick. Um, this is from like a month ago. I'm always a fan of Boston Rob. Although now seeing Boston Rob play more versus the new school style, I don't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like him just from past seasons. So he's, he's a very cool guy to watch. Um, but as things stand right now, uh, concerning last week with Adam, uh, oh, yeah. not I'm not as big of a fan of him. Like I, I'm still a fan of his, and I you didn't uh, like yeah, him I love the guy. The podium? Well, no, no, that was great. Like <laughs> great, great move. Like oh my god, Adam, great move. Like I would have tried that too, and I probably would have looked just as stupid in his own way. That didn't look too stupid, but like I I would have tried the same thing, but. Just the way he's, uh, in the past few episodes, that he's handled certain conversations, relationships, not a huge fan of it. Um, and, and of course, Ashley's going to love me for saying this, but, like, I really do like Nick. You, you gotta love Nick. Like, like honestly, like, I there hasn't been much in both seasons he's been on that you can hate about the dude. Well, I just like he can, I feel like he can be kind of under the radar and then do some things and make it count. But look <laughs> at this episode. He was able to get in with the majority somehow. And he was just on the bottom where they were throwing his name around the past two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah so. we didn't see it at all this week. It's yeah, amazing. I, so obviously, like, if I'm... It's so hard well, to say who I think will win, but honestly, I just... Well, hold, wait, hold Sorry, 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 sorry. We're totally skipping over my favorite segment of the show. What? Fashion? Fashion! I need a better name, but before we get into the MVPs and favorites, I have a few. Of the fashion? Fashion. I'm sorry, I did not prepare this this time either. It's, it's just fine. not on my radar. But I got, I got it. I'm looking okay. forward to the ridiculousness that you both have seen and thought of this episode. Um, so, yeah, honestly, I, I ran out of fashion last week. I don't, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it happen. I'm trying to make it a thing. Okay. So, okay, but I will say this. My uh, Instagram post about Ethan's scarf last week got a lot of likes for us. So I'm going to keep it going. Okay. Okay. That is true. First and foremost, I noticed, I've seen Ben's hat before, but when he was bent down, like crouching down, hugging his kids, I noticed there was a little feather in it. And I liked that feather in his hat. That is true. 
That's cute. Um, I really liked Natalie's niece's cute little rainbow striped dress. Oh, that was adorable. Yeah. Oh, but... Wait, Tyson's daughter's dress too, the white one with the flowers. That was yes. so cute. Well, my second fashion moment is I thought Tyson's wife, Rachel, looked absolutely gorgeous. I loved her outfit. I thought that was just. Oh, she had some pants perfect. on, didn't she? Yes. Yeah, she had a really pretty, like, red floral shirt, but then she had, like, a cool pair of jeans. I liked it. Were they, like, wide-legged? Yeah. Like, yeah. That would look um, awful to me, but she's <laughs> tall and slender and beautiful, so that did look good on her. And then, also, I liked uh, Michelle's braid hairdo at Tribal. That was cute. Um, was wait, cute. also, special mention, the shirt that Nick is wearing in my cameo, which we will put on our Instagram or maybe share on Twitter... You called that out when I posted it on my Instagram. You enjoyed the shirt. Yeah, it was a cute, it was a cute button down. Um, that's all I have for fashion. Let's let's get back into the the MVP. So before we get, so just to distinguish, like this is who you think did the best in this episode, and then we can get into who we think is gonna win. But who do you think played the best game this episode? Jeff, would you like to go first? Um, no, give me a second, because I want to okay. cons- really consider this. Or can you hit me with yours, because I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah, sure. I, I kind of, I kind of want to say Kim, and I know, like, I know she probably didn't need to play the idol for Denise, but, like, I, I think she had a, a pretty strong hand in the way that that shook out. Um, I wouldn't say Tony. Like, I'm glad he won the challenge, but I don't think he was steering the conversation as much as he thought. Um, I would also say, like, throw Sarah out there. Like, I think that, you know, you know like, she she won the standoff with Jeremy of the, you know, the you go first game. So I got to give her some kudos there. Yeah, I'm in a second, Sarah. Because I agree, because I think that um, she did play her advantage um, in a good way, and definitely, like, the standoff with Jeremy. She mm-hmm. won that. Jeff, what do you got? You there's a, a there's a lot of people that I want them to be the MVP of this episode, <laughs> If think, but and they would have been if things went a, lo- a little bit different. Like, Kim, 100% would have been MVP if she got it on, if she got her uh, idol played on Tyson and and flipped out uh, who actually went home. Um, Jeremy, possibly, if he stayed, and somehow they were able to make a difference with with who went home uh, with the idol play. Um, you know, like, I even want to give props to, like, Nick for, like, being on the right side, and apparently Michelle, too. Um, but they didn't, like, really make plays. And, like, I, like Sophie could have, like... Sophie, like, props to her for not having to play her idol. Um, in this, like, somewhat of a crazy tribal that had three advantages played. But I really think that, as much as I don't want to give it to her, because I'm, I'm liking her less and less now, Sarah, I'd, I'm actually not liking her, the way she's been playing with social interactions, but I think Sarah, with how things played out, did get the MVP this week. Yeah, I guess all around. So we're saying, like, kind of Kim, kind of Sarah. Yeah, there, like there was a few Sarah people that just missed a- it. And an honorable mention to Kim. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Like well, who do you guys think is going to win this thing? Like, I feel like we're... 
it's it's still kind of anyone's game. Like in my, it, at least I I don't think Tony is going to win. I think Jeremy is going to get voted out pretty unless he starts finding some idols. Like I think he's going to get voted out pretty soon. I think people are recognizing that he's a big target. I think people are starting to realize that Sophie's a big target. Um, I worry about the two of them. Uh, did this is the thing? Like I I still I I guess I'll go first. Like. My money is still on Denise at this point because at this point, like she had someone give her an idol and she just had a second person play an idol for her. And just a couple episodes ago at the moment, she just got votes. Yeah, but like it means it means that they still are looking at her. Right. Like we didn't hear too much talk about it, but it means they're still looking at her. I think it might have been a decoy thing, though, that I, we're going to steal her vote and then throw a couple and split it. Right, and I, I don't know if it was so much, if it's, I don't know if it was so much of, like, we're writing your name down because you're a threat or we're writing your name down because you're on the other side. And here's the thing, too, is, like, I think it, sure, I'm sure, like, everybody wants to go through without having any votes, but then you get to the end and you have the problem of, like, well, you are a player. So it's, like, kind of this sweet spot of, like, not having too many votes that you're a conspicuous threat, but having just enough that you're like, oh yeah, people were people were scared. I did some things. Yeah, I think that will still come in play, like 100%. That will still make a difference for probably a handful of the jury's votes. Um, but I think it, it might come in play a little bit less than other seasons with fully new players, like uh, just because they're all return players right now. That like. You know, if like I don't want to take take away just saying like they're not gonna care about like what plays you made, but I feel like there's like other types of plays you make that will actually earn you the votes more. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do like Denise. I don't, I don't, I didn't want to interrupt and just like take that away from her. Um, I think if Denise makes it to the final three, that Sandra move could really seal the deal for her. Yeah, it was like wow. really epic. So. I think it's just a matter of, like, I guess who she's in the top three with. But I don't know, like, say it was the end. And, like, I think if Denise makes it to the end, she has a really good chance. I'm trying to think, like, who would be her competition. So it's just a matter of, like, does she get taken out before then? Yeah, it, well, it is so hard to tell right now Yeah, uh, well, who's going to win. Because essentially, it's it's half, we're halfway through. Like, yeah, we're on day 25 or 26 next week. Um but we've got nine players in the game, one coming back still. Like, there's there's half of the players are still in the game. And, like, three get to the end. If you gave me, like, if if you listed every single possible three combination of, like, at least these nine, you just forget the tenth player that's still on Edge of Extinction, um, I, would, I would be able to pick people. But right now, there are so many tribals still to go. And there's so many plays. There's the whole play of who gets sent to fire and who wins it against who and who sent them there. That like that makes a huge difference in the end of the game too. That like I've like like looking at these ten players, every single one of them could win. Still, no one's out. I just think too, it's kind of crazy. There's only two episodes left before the finale. And not yeah, there's gonna be a lot of people getting voted out. Next week yeah, will probably and, be a yeah. double for sure. I think, I think next week maybe it's not next week, but the one there's a there's one of them that's coming up. I believe as a two hour episode. Okay. I might have that. And the finale is two plus one. Yeah, and it's all uh, gonna be virtual. 
And if, sometimes the finale, they've gone in with like seven people still. And yeah. they still got to get one back from Edge. Like, they'll bring that one back probably when there's like six or seven people left. And it'll just be every single day there's a new tribal. Um, and it'll be going fast and it'll be crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, like, I, I kind of like reward challenges because it adds stuff. And I'm a little sad that they're, they, there hasn't been any hidden clues anywhere, right? In any of the rewards, like other seasons. There also hasn't been, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because, like, since the merge, has there been rewards where it's, like, this person wins and they get to pick who they bring? No, and I love no. that shit. I know, and they I also did, they did the loved ones way early. They never done, have done loved ones with ten people left. Yeah, that's true. Usually it's like eight, seven. Hmm. So, like, I feel like we might start moving quick. I mean, so they, what, it goes to 36 days. They still got like 10 days left. And there's, there's what, there's 10 people left. They got to get rid of uh, seven people. So there's a couple, so there's a couple between days that they do have for rewards. But with the amount of episodes left, it's going to start. It's going to start going quick, and that's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to jam all that action into a little time, but, I mean, I guess we're going to find out. Oh, Laura, you said, do we have any final thoughts about the episode? And I didn't, but I did think of something while we were talking about fashion and stuff. Please. What do you think the repercussions are going to be for Jeremy dipping out on his squad? You know, I I feel like they want us to think it's going to be this big deal. But, like, who can blame the guy? Like, you got to look out for you. Worry about yourself is one of my personal mottos. Because I am always so damn concerned with what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is thinking. But, I I don't know. Like, and you you have to also keep in mind, it's like, he just saw his entire family. Like, he was just reminded why he why have the advantage if you're not gonna you know play it when you need to and i think the fact you know like we said that they had to scramble after he left shows that they were clearly planning on on voting him so he definitely was in danger so it was the right move but i just wonder if anyone yeah i gonna be so i think that maybe the person that would have been annoyed about it is tyson but he's not a problem anymore yeah and you know i think it's gonna come down to like how he explains it and i feel like jeremy is an articulate classy dude where he can be like look you know i had to i had to i had to, I had to do it for val yeah and they're all smart players i think every single person would would have played it there if they knew they were they were under pressure and he knew he was under pressure they're all they're all winners, and they didn't get to be yeah. by you know thinking about everyone else's feelings. That, you know, like That's the day like one. like I already don't like Ben too much, but I will despise the day Ben sits down. I think he might have done this a little bit in the beginning of this season, but if Ben ever like starts berating someone because they went out and looked for an idol and played back to back idols, like God, that guy doesn't deserve like half the shit he has in the world because that guy was you know, basically gifted his win by survival, uh, Survivor years ago. Um, for anyone who doesn't remember that, in case you guys don't, literally, they he played, like, three or four idols in a row when he had the whole tribe against him on his Great. season. Um, exactly. And he was able to go out and find it. Like, next morning, he wakes up, goes out and finds it, and plays, plays, plays. And then that season, all of a sudden, hey, we're doing the fire, fire challenge in the final four. 
and he's able to win that and get in the final three, even though if it was like any other season beforehand where you can't play an idol in the final four and you got to kind of got to plead your case, bef- you know, before the fire was around, um, he just would have been out and he wouldn't have won. Like, like the, the, there's also a reason that, you know, if any survivor producers are ever listening to this before I'm on the show, I'm sorry, I don't want to criticize you, but there, in, in that finale episode in the reunion, they only let like four people talk because the whole cast hated what the producers did to basically give Ben his win. Survivor rant over. <laughs> no, there's there's a lot of people who are who are on your side there. I honestly like I watched Ben's season. I didn't react like that at all. Like I was just like, oh, good for him. Because I I mean I guess it's like I. I don't know, and he, the thing is, like, he is a he's a likable guy. So it's like when he's fighting them, it's like yes, like I yeah. I, I he mean, deserved I, it the most for what what yeah. actually happened and how things played out, but like and he's in the it, same, it, it he's seemed like it was camp. given to him. He's in the same. Yeah, and a lot of people feel the same way about Michelle, who I will say is really like proving the hell out of herself in this season. Like she is really like. She's like, oh, you think I didn't deserve my win? Fuck you. Whereas, you know, Ben's definitely, like, just, um, he's doing the opposite, where he's just, like, chilling. But we'll see. Time will tell. Um, Any other final thoughts? I don't really think I have any thoughts. I mean, we talked about who we thought might win. Is Have we decided our, our number ones, like, who our heart is with right now? Oh, our faves? Yeah, like who we want to win. I will, I I think Denise will win, and I want Denise to win. Like, would it be would it be nice if Wendell came back and won? Sure, but I, I don't know. I I think at this point, like I I would put my money and my heart in Denise's hands. Okay, so I'm gonna say current people in the game. So Denise is your number one. If you had to pick from the current players still there. If Denise ends up getting voted out, who's your number two? Oh, people who are still there. Shoot. I don't have anyone else who's not on edge already that, like, I super, super love. Um, Man, I don't know. I kind of want to, you know, I wanted to say Jeremy, but I really, really want the winner to be a woman because we haven't had a female winner in a long time. You know what? I think I would I'd go with Michelle. Oh, I think Sophie would deserve it. I'm, I'm torn between Sophie and Michelle because I think Michelle, uh, I just want her to get the redemption that she deserves, like having seen her actually play this season. Uh, but I think Sophie's also really good. Um, and then on edge of the current players on edge, who would you most want to come back? Yule. Oh, not Wendell? I know, I know, I know. Because it's like the thing is, it's like I, I like Wendell, I do, but I just I loved watching Yule play, and I think like he would have a better shot at getting back in in the final four and and getting votes. Whereas like I think Wendell's pissed too many people off. Like I think if he got back in, he doesn't have a fighting chance. It might be like a waste. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, I'm going to say, obviously, I want Nick to win. <laughs> um, I just love Nick. Great guy. I really, and I will say, I did just recently watch David versus Goliath, and that was such a great season. It really was so good. Um, yeah, 
I'm just a big fan of Nick. And then I think I'm going to agree with you that I would I would be happy for Michelle. Yeah. And I then on, on Edge. On Edge? Like, I don't know your answer. Actually, it's kind of a curveball. Ooh. Um, it's really hard because I want Natalie to get back. But at the same time, I don't think that I don't think that she can pull a Chris Underwood. I think if Natalie got back in when Tyson did, then there would be a chance. But I don't think this season they're going to be like, okay, Natalie, you hung out, not hung out, but like you were miserable yeah. on the island, not really having to strategize for, you know, 30 something days. And now you're here. We're going to give it to you. I just don't think she really stands a chance. Dep- or, you know, hey, what if they threw us a curveball, though, and they had someone come back, like, next week? I don't know. Like, that, when there's time to strategize and, like, build relationships and stuff, maybe. But at this point, I don't think she really does stand a chance, even though I love her so much. Like, I wish yeah. she had come back in before. Like, I was definitely rooting for her then. I'm going to say Tyson. <laughs> I thought you were going to. Yeah, Courtney may not agree. I don't. Courtney's, like, really not, like, riding the Tyson train. No. Like she was like when, she was like I'm happy both times she got voted out she was like I'm okay with this oh my god Jeff what uh, about you who's your favorite and who um or who do you want to win and then who do you want to to win to come back and win from edge uh so I don't really have like a favorite favorite um my three people that I will be the, their names have already been thrown around that I will be happy if they win um, and I won't be like disappointed in the season, and you know, unless some of these other people make cool moves that I really like uh, in the next couple episodes. Um, the three people that are currently in the game that would be, that I would, if they voted now and they won, I'd be happy about is Denise, Sophie, and Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like the plays they've made. I like the game they play, uh, and I kind of like their personalities. Um, and then the person on edge um, that I think actually stands a chance of coming back and that I would like to see win would be Tyson. Wow, two Tysons. I don't know. I, I like Tyson. I think he's funny. I just like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, he doesn't, he doesn't, I just don't have that. I don't hate him by any means. I, I like him. I think he's good. I just like, I don't know. I also like, I like an underdog and like to be voted out twice and then. That like, would be a good Exactly. Thing. Like to come back again too. Also, too, I just, like, I don't really see Tyson as being an underdog, like, in his life. So I feel like this is probably, like, an interesting role for him. I feel like, like, on his season where he won, he was, like, really calling the shots. So I feel like it's weird for me to see him in the position that he's in. How long ago did he win? It was... 29? 27? I think it's 27 or 28. It was season 27. Okay, wow, I'm a real creep. Like that that was from memory. And the only reason is because um Natalie's blood versus water season was twenty-nine. And then that was the second one. And I remember and I just told my friend Danielle to watch it. And then I remembered that they did a blood versus water pretty soon, like back to back. But so that was two thousand thirteen. Oh. Yeah, like seven years ago. Okay. Wow, time flies when you're having fun and watching Survivor. I can't believe that was seven years ago. All right, well, let's get into the final segment. My my fa- my second favorite, fashion's my favorite, 
But um, we'll just do a little power hour of our luxury items for this week, uh, which is some stuff that we're into. Um, I'm happy to go first. Please do. Okay. So my first thing is a book. Um, I thought when we started this whole like social distancing thing, I was like, oh, I'm going to read so many books. But honestly, like we've said, like it's, it's a weird time. And it's honestly, I find I'm listening to less podcasts and I'm reading less books because it's just so hard to focus my mind. But I recently read Jessica Simpson's memoir, which is called Open Book. And it was delicious. It was so good. I love a juicy celeb memoir. I just love them because I love gossip. I love juicy deets. And sometimes they disappoint me. Like I, I, there's, there's, there's like a certain type of celebrity memoir and to an extent they're all the same, but then you get like a rare, really good one. And Jessica Simpson's was really good. There was, I don't want to spoil anything, but she talks a lot about Nick Lachey. She talks a lot about John Mayer and she keeps it like super, super real. And it's like to the point where I'm like, I stand Jessica Simpson and I never particularly, I never hated her. I never loved her. Um, like I knew the hits, but now like I want to, I'm going to like listen to some tracks. I really want to read that book and I'm really jealous. And I feel like you can't even order anything for speedy delivery right now. Um, I might possibly drop off face masks to my parents this weekend. And if I do that, I'll put it in your mailbox. It's terrible that the first thing I thought of when you said face masks is like a sheet mask, like for your <laughs> skin. And I was like, who are you going to bring? Oh, Doug? Doug doing a face mask? <laughs> okay, my, no. my mom, I'll do this too. My mom said not to, but I'm like, because she, I don't know why, I don't know why, but, like, I don't know. She, I'm, like, I don't have anything else to do, and I literally, like, haven't driven it, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, if you're in the neighborhood, you know where I live, and I would really love to read Jessica Simpson's memoir, and I promise I'll sanitize it before I give it back to you. Okay. I mean, I don't think I'm going to reread it. It's kind of a one and done, so. I could pass anyway. it chat. I'm sure, I'm sure Courtney would want to read it. Yeah. Ashley, what are you enjoying this week? Oh, my God. Okay, I don't think I've mentioned this one yet. It's been on for a couple weeks, but I recently, like, dug into an old season just because, I don't know, I've, I've been watching a lot of cooking shows and <laughs> food-related shows. A lot of food-related Insta. Basically, the theme of quarantine is food. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gained the quarantine 15 yet. I was only up, like, three pounds last I checked. But I think that's pretty good considering how it's been, like, a month. Yeah, that could just be, Man. like, a full moon. Man, but... Um, so Top Chef, an all-star season, started a few weeks ago. So um, I've been watching that um, every Thursday, another show that I enjoy with um, watching with my mom. But then last weekend, I dove into another old season of Top Chef, and it's just such a great show. Have you watched Top Chef? I tried to tell you to watch it before, and I don't I know. I haven't. I should. On Hulu, all of the seasons, the first two aren't that great. But, like, season three is where it really hits its stride. And it's just such a good show. Jeff, have you ever watched it? Do you watch cooking shows at all? Uh, yes, I love cooking shows. Do I watch as many as I used to? No, because I used to have the Food Network on in my old job, like, all day. Um, but I do, I have seen at least some of everything. Some I kind of get tired of every couple of years and stop watching. But I love cooking shows. Did you watch Top Chef before? Uh, I've watched it years ago. I haven't really watched it recently. Okay, it's all... All in it's Hulu. on Hulu. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. I highly it. recommend. It's I'm tempted to click on it because I am I am up for the next show right now. Oh my god, please watch. 
I would say just don't watch season one or two. It's hard because some good stuff happens at the end of season two that's like drama. Not like drama like me and Laura like to talk about like the bad was in Wasn't like, uh, David Burke on that one of the seasons? That was Top Chef Masters. Mm, okay. So like Top Chef is more kind of like up and coming chefs, but like David mm-hmm. Burke is already like established. So he was yeah. on Top Chef Masters. I remember that, that was probably one of the last times I watched the show and that was years yeah. ago. But like I actually didn't really watch Masters as much. It It felt like more serious, but like so I, I like more just like they that. themselves wouldn't care as much as the masters. What up and comers would care more about winning the show. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. The masters. I don't even know if the masters like they don't really win anything. I think they probably win for charity. Most likely. Yeah. So it's, Yeah, exactly. So it's it's more like this is someone like if they win, they get um, they get I don't know, like it varies but like at least like 100 grand like to maybe mm-hmm. like 200 grand or something to like start a restaurant or i don't know it's, it's, it's a really great show i highly recommend everyone watches it jeff what have you been enjoying since we've last talked to you last time you were here you shared um some recipes on the show hunters which i since watched and highly enjoyed so mm-hmm. yeah i finished pressure, i but... finished hunters that was a while ago because literally it's been like four weeks since i've been here um but the shows that I've watched in recent weeks, and mind you, I am furloughed right now, so I have, have plenty of time to watch shows. Um, but yeah, I did watch, of course, the, you know, Joe Exotic. I, I just finished that, I think, I today. Um, everyone's seen it now. It was, it was, it was worth the watch. Um, but one show, which is a cooking show, which I recommend. So, of course, everyone who has Netflix in the past couple of years know of The Great British Bake Off. Um oh which is amazing. Uh, I myself watched it before? Actually, you never watched it? No, Jeff, have no. you not watched it? No, 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 I've watched it. And that's what I'm getting to. So I love it. And it's baking. And I don't do as much baking. You know, of course, like, I bake to, like, roast things and to, like, cook, like, savory dishes sometimes. But I'm not, like, baking pastries and pies and shit like that because I just don't do much sweets. But... There, so if you're, if anyone is familiar with that show, you will know that at least the the seasons that have gone to Netflix, because there's older seasons that I guess didn't make it, uh, that the British, you know, Britain would know of themselves from BBC. Um, but you know, you would know that Mary Berry left uh, a few seasons in. I don't know what the reason for it was. I, I did like her, so I was sad to see her go. But she is on this other show called. Britain's Best Home Cook, which is just real cooking home cook. So it's the same premise. It's not baking. It's just home cooking all different normal foods. And there's two seasons of it up on Hulu, and I've binged it. And it's just as great as The Great British Bake Off. And it's awesome. And I recommend it to everyone. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I feel like I, I don't know, that might be an understatement, but you were very passionate about that. I was going to say, I've never heard you sound so passionate about something. I Okay, I... Love cooking. Like, literally, if I was as passionate and love and just loving of cooking foods as I am right now, uh, like maybe like 12, 13 years ago, I probably would have gone into some profession with food. I wouldn't have wanted to be like a normal chef in a restaurant because that job sucks. I would have found some other way. But like, I love food. I love cooking. It's like my favorite part of any week to like look up recipes that I want to do and putting together my shopping list. I just love it. Like I cannot wait to cook for like other people other than myself in the future. Oh my God. Well, after quarantine, you know, we're coming over. 
Uh, I mean, at some point later this year, whenever Nicole and I live together, uh, of course, there'll be a, a big old party. Okay, and you're cooking the whole menu. Love it. Yeah, I mean, all right, so, sorry, Ashley, I haven't invited you to my last two winter parties, but I've had winter oh. Christmas parties the last two years since I've been living back in Lambertville. I'm sorry, I didn't, you know, we're not super close, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> But there'll definitely be one this year again, which will probably be you know a, a party a month or you know a couple months after the move-in party. You know the the welcome the what is it called? Housewarming um, party. <laughs> yes, housewarming. Sorry, didn't come the to my move head. Move-in party. Um, but yeah, no. you you will definitely get an invite to to uh my winter Christmas party this year. Well, Jeff, I'm not saying I cook all the food. I'm not saying it's karma for you not inviting me to your past parties, but your girlfriend invited me to your birthday party and now it's canceled because of coronavirus. So yeah, I mean, I put, I put the invite list together. You're welcome. I, oh, I'm no. the one that decided to invite you. I just let her do the inviting and an RSVPing, but I gave her the whole list. Oh, okay. and yes, it would have been amazing. We were going to be rollerblading in, in uh, 90s themed clothing in a couple days from now. It would have been amazing. I... I'm so bad. I've okay. I love rollerblading, and I used to go to the Frenchtown roller rink all the fucking time. You live like half a mile away. Yeah, like Matt and I would go on like a Sunday afternoon and just like tear it up. Um, <laughs> but so I'm down to go anytime. I would I would love to go. Um, yeah. Wait, can I tell you? So anyway, for for our listeners, so today it's uh April fifteenth. Jeff, his 30th birthday is April 18th, which is this Saturday. And This was his, covered last episode, just so you know. Yeah, I, I know. But at, at that point, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, it's probably going to be canceled. Like, now uh, it's happening tomorrow. Yeah. So now it's like definitive, like not happening. But Jeff, um, I am such a good friend <laughs> that I was shocked. I, once I knew about your party, like I've been trying to be more proactive about like getting cards and getting gifts in advance because normally like I I shit you not like a month ago I went to like pretty much my last like event I went to before like quarantine I was going to a bridal shower and a birthday party the day of the bridal shower I literally drove to the shower from shopping for like some gift because I am just so like last minute while I was there so literally a month ago I was like, oh, I'm going to grab a couple things for Jeff's present, which I didn't end up, like, getting, like, a big present or anything, because then, like, it was... Yeah, like, we did, we, yeah, it wasn't going to be, like, a birthday party where, like, everyone's expected to bring but big presents. I, I got you a Squirtle Pez dispenser. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah now, I don't, now I don't know if I'm ever going to get to give it to I you. I want it. Okay, because I was going to give it to my brother, because I didn't know if I'd see you, but I'll save it. I'll tuck it away somewhere. Just put it in my parents' mailbox. Yeah. They'll get it to oh, me. I, oh, my God, that's true. I could. They are right across the street. All right. I'll do um, that. Do you guys have any additional luxury items? Honestly, the days... Like mm-hmm. one day, it all blurs together. It all blurs together. I literally don't know what day it is. I, I'm always like, oh, I should watch this show that I've always wanted to watch, but I feel like my brain is just a pile of mush. So like, I'm just watching old seasons of Top Chef or like, mm-hmm. embarrass, embarrassingly purchasing, like paying actual money that I've earned for seasons of like Bachelor in Paradise or The Bachelor <laughs> on Amazon Prime, which is yeah. like so interesting. But, um. 
so I, I've been doing that. I've been, I've actually like right before Survivor, I was like watching an old season of Bachelor in Paradise, which I'm like, even though it's like eleven o'clock at this point, I'm gonna scurry up to my room and, and finish watching the episode. But no, I mean that's about it. Well, Jeff, it was a pleasure having you back, and happy birthday. I am so sorry that your birthday, your 30th birthday of all birthdays had to happen during coronavirus, but we will make up for it when this is all over, for sure. Yes, thank you, thank you. I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty optimistic about everything. You know, I'm not too scared of anything. I'm in good spirits, even though I'm literally, good. you know, here by myself. I see my mom or dad it, kind of in passing in ways once a week because um, I'm staying away from them because I've been I've been literally physically quarantined for three weeks so that Nicole is comfortable with coming here for my birthday this weekend nice and I feel like what we'll probably do after the finale is maybe we'll have like a couple episodes with different people like with you with Brian just where we talk about what we thought about the finale so maybe we'll do one of those with you if you if you will rejoin us yeah of course yeah I'd love to do another one um yeah towards the end because uh like like we said earlier in this episode it's it's gonna ramp up real soon we're about at that point it's gonna be a lot of fun it's it's the best part of the season it really is already getting nervous (sighs) all right well i'm i'm anxious to go and watch my um wendell cameo but um (laughs) i'll talk to you guys later and if you're listening thank you so much for sticking with us this is another long episode um But we really appreciate you tuning in, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, everyone. Guys. Bye.